This is Mr. Impact Wrestling and Joe Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do the shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilling, you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Ball two, arm bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C-Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> What's up, TIW Mafia? JP here with Josh. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. That looks chaotic. That's not Josh. The ladies and gentlemen, Mike Farrell from the Chaos Theory Podcast. Fucking your feelings today. Yep, 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 yep. We're going right for it. Hell yeah. Like the shirt. What's going on, Mike? What's up, brother man? Just another day, another dollar. Josh had some business to take care of, so I figured yep. I'd step in. I want to give them like a quick rundown on you, like, because you're a pretty interesting character. Military veteran. Wrestling fan, obviously. Die, like old school wrestling fan right going back. Um podcast host with Chaos Theory Podcast, which is awesome. And rapper. How long how long have you been rapping for? Because you it's crazy. Like I look at you and I don't see that, but then you got this like I, I don't know, I call it like a grimy flow, but I like that. So I started writing writing raps, I want to say, sixth grade. Okay. And it, it was just because I grew up, I grew up in that, that area in Virginia Beach where, you know, my school was integrated. Like there was no separation. I was in the middle class neighborhood. I wasn't broke, but I damn sure wasn't rich. Yeah. Um, literally, if you walked 10 minutes to the 7-Eleven, right behind the 7-Eleven was the hood and i hung out in the hood okay and to be the only white guy in the hood you had to bring something i can't play ball for shit so i just <laughs> said fuck it i'm gonna jump in a cypher and really never ha- just did it just because it was something cool to do and and fucking ha- for a while after i got out of the army i just stopped and then one day i got super high wrote a rap song for uh for 80 proof or for the the full press coverage guys and it's just taken off ever since. So that song was like the first one you really recorded, huh? It was the first one I had recorded in uh almost a decade. That was a really good song. I that, did that. That is a really good song. I found that beat on this website called freebeats.io and uh I wrote and recorded and sent it up to JB um the host of Talkomania and 80 proof. Yeah. Um in 10 minutes that's crazy that's like because you managed to run down everybody on the site and you know everyone gets a little shout out on there i still mark out every time i hear the irish the irish whip uh so it's just cool that you managed to do that and integrated everything and you even did it like you just did the intro for uh 80 proof and you did it in there and i don't think a lot of people noticed it yeah it's i try when i when i rap like there'll be days where I'll sit down and listen to a beat and think, okay, I got to rap to this. But there's days, everybody has writer's block. I don't care. Eminem, Jay-Z, everybody has block where days they're just like, fuck it. But with the 80 proof theme, I heard the beat and I was like, oh, this is grimy as shit. And the the crew that watches 80 proof, shout out to 80 proof, watch tonight yes. to live on stream on Twitch. Yes. Nine o'clock, twitchtv.80proofpod, I think. Yeah. And spell um, out the word 80. Yeah, spell the word 80. Um, so I sat down and I was like, initially I was going to try to throw in little like 
inside jokes like shut up Sheena and stupid <laughs> shit like that. But I was like, you know what? Instead of trying to figure out all this complicated rhyme scheme, let me just shout out where everybody's at. Yeah. And I guess Rucker didn't hear it until last episode. And then Rucker kind of marked out for it, which is cool as fuck. Cause I appreciate when my friends right. appreciate what I do. Right. So. And you also pinked. Say again. You also paint too. And you're a really good painter as well. Like you're just an all around kind of artist. Like it's like, where did all that talent come from? Is that just, um, do you look at the piece of paper and do you see it's, what your finished you know what product is, is going to be? I don't trust. Nope. So the way I paint, I do what's called an acrylic pour. And so essentially you take acrylic paint, um, you mix it with a pouring medium, which thins down, thins yep. down the paint. And then you mix it in a couple different ways. What I'd usually do is called a dirty pour where I just mix all the colors poured on the canvas. And then I manipulate the paint using either just the canvas or like a blow dryer and a torch or like dog tag chains or something like that. And then when it comes out, when I feel like I'm finished with it, like the one I gave Rucker, I think I did that in about four or five minutes. Okay. And it just, I saw what it was when it, when I finished and I saw the way the paint was webbing out and how the black and the blue and the red were kind of, I was like, it's done. If I touch it anymore, I'm going to fuck it up. Right. And that's just really cool. I want to throw a couple of shout outs, Bobby D, Woody, um, over in Ireland in the um, chat room right now. And um, the wheel is here, guys. The wheel's ready. This is a big wheel, too. I think this is our second biggest wheel, second most amount of names on it. So it's pretty cool. Like, I love seeing that stuff. Like, I get, I get excited over our wheel. This um, wheel, when you guys see it, this wheel is cool as fuck. Oh, yeah. I knew you would like it. Now, did you watch the Rumble this week? I did. I Hell yeah, I did. Man, what did you think? I think the Women's Royal Rumble was untouchable. I mean, the Men's Royal Rumble couldn't even stand up to it. No. So the Men's Royal Rumble, everybody's trashing it. I thought it was okay, but compared to the Women's Rumble, it looked subpar. And I thought... um, there's no way that could have followed the match that it followed. The guy right down below us here, the action figure with um, Roman Reigns, that match was insane. With To go that long on a uh, basically a hardcore match, and for two guys that aren't hardcore guys, and to only have one real screw-up, and it wasn't major, the, the handcuffs, that was yeah. about it. Um, that was amazing. That was a great match. Dude, that match... I can't imagine how Reigns and, and KO felt after that because I was exhausted <laughs> after that match. I was like, Jesus Christ. Not only that, but there's no real way of like um, faking getting hit by a car. No, no, no. You know, there's no real way of like faking coming off of the, the as high as they did on the stand. I mean, yeah, there's, there, there's little things you can do to make it safe, but it's not safe. You no. make it safer. Yeah, I mean, all he needed to do was literally, if he was like the the Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara incident, if he was a half an inch yeah. extended one way or another, he could have he could have seriously split his skull open. So That's- while it's it's safe and it's made to work, it's it's still the fact that you're falling. What was it like 15, 20 feet up, and you're smashing into a table that there might be some padding under it, but there's not like. It's not like there's crash pads underneath. The, the, right, exactly. This is awesome. Thank you, Bobby. <laughs> I do have this. What's up, Elvis? So yeah, I thought, but I thought the Rumble. I thought this was, and the Rumble is always one of my favorite pay per views. Um, but I thought this was probably the best pay per view in at least a year, uh, a little over a year. Yeah. Um, it was just solid all around, and I'm not. I haven't been watching WWE a whole lot. I haven't been watching any TV product really. Yeah, I think. Um, I think it was good. Um, well, we got two I, yawn, and they're going to be drunk at the end of this. We do a little <laughs> drinking game. Now, I've already yawned once, and you just yawned. So that's two <laughs> drinks, guys. I think the the rumble as a whole pay per view was fantastic. What what got me was this to me is the perfect time. I love Edge, and I love the fact that he's yes. back. 
But this is the perfect time to break out Bobby Lashley or Big E as your stars. Yes. And Big E, to me, those two titles that they have should be your number two titles. That's... But, but they're not. It's not like that anymore. And the other, the only other guy I saw winning this besides Lashley or uh, Big E was out with COVID exposure, and that was Keith Lee. Right. Is that why he is that why he wasn't on? Yeah, Mia Yim got uh Mia Yim got COVID and they don't live together, but he's they're around each other close enough yeah. that he had to he had to sit out for precautionary reasons. Elvis, I got Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, because I can't go with that other guy. Me too. I, I hope I hope Mahomes Nick mm. Foles is Tom Brady and he retires finally. What's crazy is that they're talking about Brady. Um He's got the most Super Bowl wins of all of any players. The only person that has more than him is Belichick, and that was when Belichick was uh, uh, defensive coordinator in New York. Yeah. And, uh, so, but Brady, if Brady loses, Brady ties Jim Kelly for the most Super Bowl losses, and there's nobody else active that's got more than one that's really on that list. So, that's a record he'll hold for a long time. Yeah, but you got to think of like I I fucking hate Tom Brady a lot. I've always hated Tom Brady, but the the problem I, I just recently started hating him. <laughs> the problem with the the unrealistic part about it is, or the the kind of realization that I came to the other day was, as much as I hate him, if he gets seven rings, he has more rings than any franchise has. That's nuts. Right. No, he's he's the greatest of all time. I I don't think he's so but here's my thing is like I wouldn't feel this way if he was on the Patriots. Obviously I'd be rooting for the Patriots and I'd be rooting for him. But Pat Mahomes is the future of the NFL. He is the guy. I wanna see him get these two in a row. And to to put Brady in to put Brady under it would just make it that much sweeter. Yeah, I've wanted to see Brady lose another Super Bowl since he no handshaked Nick Foles. <laughs> he, Elvis, I love my Patriots, and that's why I don't want to see Brady win. I don't want to see Brady get a ring without them. Yeah, I. You know what? Bobby D said he hopes that the game is close and not a blowout. Yeah. I kind of I agree with that. I don't want it to be a a forty one you know seventeen kind of game. I would like to see it be a shootout, and it comes down yeah. to because I think it's going to come down to fourth downs in this game. Uh, yeah, um, I think, and I and both of these guys are great at turning over, at not turning over on fourth down. So let's just hope and, the Bucks try to run some bullshit where Brady catches the ball again. And both teams get really good. De- oh, no, you don't want to. You don't want to hope for that because Brady's great at those little fucking trick plays. Except in Super Bowl Fifty Two when he didn't catch it against the Eagles. Nah. And that's the reason I want the Chiefs to win is because I'm an Andy Reid fan. I have I've been an Andy Reid fan my entire life, and if Big Red gets number two, man. Now you're down in Texas, mm-hmm. and you're an Eagles fan. Why not the why? I mean, we're going to go back to wrestling in a minute or two, but why not Dallas? So I grew up in Virginia, and oh, okay. The, the Redskins were always just that name always bugged me. I just hated it. But... And then the next closest team is Philly. Okay. So Philly has has been my team, and then like my my dad, my little brother, and my older brother are all Broncos fans. My dad rest his soul. My mother, who's from Boston, and whose whole family is from Brockton or New Bedford or yeah. something like that, are all Pats fans. <laughs> you really are from the area. Those oh, are yeah. all right next to each other. Oh yeah, Dorchester, like <laughs> all of it. That's, um, nice. That's mine at Bobby D's neck of the woods. Yeah, that's where my mom grew my mom grew we up were, uh Boston Brockton area. Yeah, we were a couple of Southie guys, so right next door to Dorchester. And uh so the Super Bowl, Super Bowl fifty two, like I was on a Zoom call because I was here in Texas and I was <laughs> zooming with my, my mother's family and making fun of them the whole time. After Brandon Graham hit that strip sack on Tom Brady, <laughs> I knew it was it was game over. You never know that with Brady, though. That's the thing is, you know, you look at Atlanta. Yeah, but the difference in Atlanta and Philadelphia was when they were down, you could see Brady fire up. He That's... he almost 
he almost forgive me for this because I hate this racist bitch, but he hulked up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but in, in Philly, <laughs> when Brandon Graham strip sacked him, he looked like a kid who had just lost his ball. And he looked like he had no soul left in that game. So it just seemed to – I was like, oh, yes, the one defensive sack in the game, and we we got it on the GOAT. That's seven and – Bobby D's got squares with seven and, and then got seven and seven. That's a good shot. That's a good shot because neither teams – neither of these two teams are going to be going for uh, field goals early. No, hell no. Uh-uh. So, Not with Pat, Pat Mahomes and Tom. I honestly think this will be the, the first Super Bowl that goes over 1,000 passing yards. Very well possible. Easily. Now, we got, I want to jump back to wrestling. Yes. So what do you think? Because you, your show, you fo- like you can see we've already focused on like five different things here. We're, you're chaos theory, but we're chaotic here. Oh, yeah. Um, You focus on one show, one match, right? So what I'll do is... What I was doing for a long time is I would do uh, kind of a, a biography series of different wrestlers. And I would do a match of the week that was my favorite match of theirs or a match that I felt like people needed to focus on. Um, lately, it's Love been it. different. Like, I tried an episode of fantasy booking and drafting superstars to, to to my show and stuff. And that didn't really work out just because, holy fuck, does booking a wrestling territory take a lot of fucking time? <laughs> Um, so I didn't really have time for that. Um, and then I just had a guy who I, I really want to give a shout out to, uh, his name is Bishop. He does a, a, a podcast called, uh, terrible wrestling takes real good dude. He's from, uh, Delaware. Unfortunately, he's a Packers fan for some ungodly reason, but he's a good dude. Um, and, uh, I had him on, uh, a couple or not this past episode, but the episode before. And we, I mean, literally started talking Packers and LeBron and Larry Bird and Michael Jordan and shit like that. So that's the kind of show that I have where I don't want it to focus on just being, if, especially if I have a guest, like, fuck it, let's just talk and it'll be fun. That's it. Now me and you, like I have a passion for rap. I'm an old white guy and I have a passion for rap and me and you, like I talk a lot of trash. I don't know if anyone here has ever noticed. I talk a little bit of smack here and there. But me and you at some point are going to do a rap battle and I don't want to get into what we're going to do, but it's going to be, if, if nothing else, it's going to be fun. Oh yeah. Because me and you, like at this point here, like we've been friends for a little bit where, you know, there's going to be nothing, Nothing taken personal, and it's just going to be fun, and it I think it's going to change a lot of things, Yeah, honestly. You know, speaking of us being friends for a little while, like, I have to thank you and and, and Yeti. Um, y'all brought me into, you know, you brought me into your world. I was on the first, like, Knights of the Square Roundtable yes. with Vampiro, which was fucking cool. <laughs> That's um, I've gotten a lot of exposure to different people because of you guys, Um like I'm going to see, and I this is one of the things Pro. that I really want to talk about. Mission Pro yes. this weekend. Um, your girl Masha Slamovich is going to be there. Yes, Russian collusion. I don't have a whole lot of experience with her, but believe when I drive up the hour that it's going to take to get to where the show's at. When I get to the hotel, I'll probably be there about four hours early, so I'll have some time to watch some of her matches. Are you actually staying at you're staying overnight? Yeah, I just because I want to have a couple beers at the show and I don't want to drive an hour. No, yeah. You ought to uh, see what they like don't um don't be a hanger on her by any means, but see what they're doing afterwards if you're clicking with them, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. If you're sitting around talking to them and you'll be surprised at how uh, open a lot of them are to sitting down and having a beer with you. Well, the great thing, too, is so I gave um, that wrestling shop we were talking about off air. I gave uh, I met Thunder Rosa and I yeah. met uh, Shaw Guerrero and I actually did paintings so cool. for both of them. Oh, really? So they, they both have two of my paintings um, and uh, Shaw's going to be there tomorrow. Thunder Rosa is going to be there. Masha Slamovich. Um, this, they have this chick. Uh, what the hell is her name? She's this giant, like 5'10". Let me get my phone because she's a beast. Is it Isana? No, she's this really cool ass. Uh, let me see. I got to find the promo for it. 
Um, there we go. There's Mission Pro. She's fucking incredible. Genocide is her name. Oh, I just saw her on something. So she's like five between five nine and five ten, and she does kind of like this cyborg robot crazy gimmick. And I'm super excited because I think it's her versus uh Holy Dead and uh Masa Slamovich is the opening match. That's the opener? Yeah. That's gonna be a great match. That's gonna get everybody's attention. And you got you can't be late. And it's Allison K versus Thunder Rosa in the main event in a cage. It's this this show is gonna be fucking fantastic, and I'm super excited to have live wrestling back. Yes, that it's so cool. I I haven't like I used to be at shows every weekend, every weekend, at least one, and I haven't been at a show in a year. I want to say, and it it's driving me nuts. I haven't seen a live wrestling show since 2007 before I deployed to Iraq. Wow. Yeah. That's an indie. I'm with you guys deep with it too. Yeah. Texas. So we've got mission pro, which is thunder roses promotion. We've got uh, river city wrestling. Um, Sean Michaels was talking about starting an indie promo uh, promotion out here. We've got, Reality of Wrestling yeah. in Houston, which is Booker's promotion. Yeah, shout out to them. I love Reality of Wrestling. My boy Kevin uh, is one of their producers. So Reality of Wrestling is how I found out about Thunder Rosa. She had this match against Eva Lise at their uh, their Ladies of Wrestling uh, number four or something like that, and it was they looked like they wanted to rip the faces off of each other. That's it was so fucking awesome. Like women's wrestling right now is. Uh, head and shoulders above men's men's wrestling. It really is, and it's um like the men's wrestling is still great. Like it hasn't gone anywhere, but you even look at what um, Impact is doing with Alicia um, Edwards. Like they're giving her gimmicks and giving her things to do, knowing that Eddie is Eddie's one of my favorite wrestlers. He's a Boston um, guy, right? Yeah, yeah. He's a, and he's a. I haven't talked to him in a long time, but when he's around here, he's a real good friend. He's someone I've been out to the bars with a few times. And uh, Alicia's such a sweetheart. Like the promoters around here, they used to all say, and I was listening to a podcast, one of them does that I'm not going to shout out. Um, what's <laughs> up to you? No name. Um, that uh, Take that. It's all about you. But yeah. um they they used to they said that you know Alicia did whatever they told her to do no matter what and all of a sudden now she's doing this like DJ gimmick. You know what I think it's dope like Alicia. So I I kind of stopped watching Impact when they had the Eddie and Sammy Callahan feud going on really heavy, and it got Sammy Callahan I think is super talented, but his matches get gross for me and I'm just like I. I'm not a deathmatch guy. Like, that's not my niche. So when Sammy Callahan comes on, I'm like, mm, I appreciate yeah. what you do, but I'm just going to take my money somewhere else. I'm not saying I would have beat him. But if I had seen him, re- like, after the whole thing with Eddie's eye happened, I was going to fight him. And I'm you're not a goddamn giant, won. too. Jesus. But I was going, I, I had every plan on like, taking a swing if I had seen him when that happened. Because I'm, I saw, I saw a little, um, I saw little subtleties that he did afterwards that let me know he at least did the right thing after the fact. But yeah, I heard, I heard outside of the, the hardcore shit that he does, he's a really good dude. And yeah, he's like he one helps. of those guys that, will bring up younger guys and put yes. younger guys over. But on top of that, like if something fucks up, if there's a botch in a match, like he's the first one to be like, Hey, that was on me. I'll take full responsibility for it. Like, so I respect uh, Sammy as a guy, but yeah. he's just a hard, super hardcore, bloody. Yeah. I'm not into sticking that. rods and dowels into opponents. Head. No, I'm good. Um, Josh will watch that all day long. That's not my thing. Listen, I want to uh, do a quick, uh, little break here real quick, guys. As usual, y'all know the deal. Today's episode is brought to you by the NBA Store. A new year brings the start of a new NBA season. Suit up with the latest gear to show your support for your team. We may be sidelined from going to the arena, but that doesn't mean you can't watch basketball from your coach in style. 
We are teaming up with the NBA and Podio to bring you to bring the listeners, you guys here, up to seventy five percent off on select items. Yes, you heard that right, up to seventy five percent off select items. All you got to do is go to podgo.co slash MBA. That's P-O-D-G-O dot C-O slash MBA for up to 75% off select items from the MBA store, the MBA, where amazing things happen. Hell yeah. So Elvis, I see this question popped up on the screen yes. and I want to get to it. What do you guys think about the news about Tyler Rex or Gabby um, Tuft? So I'm going to, I'm not, the gender thing, I'm still getting used to to proper gender pronouns and stuff like that, but I am going to call her by Gabby. I yeah. think it's, I think it's dope as fuck. So, I think if somebody comes out and that's who you are, be the fuck who yeah. you are, man. That's I worked, awesome. I worked with a transgender at one point who thought me because I was from Southie and because I'm this big league, whatever, and thought I was going to be super judgmental. And I'm like, dude, guess what? My birth name is not JP. It's what I choose to be called. You want to be called Gabby. I'm going to call you Gabby all day long. Yep. I like baggy clothes. I like T-shirts and jeans. You want to wear tights and whatever. That's up to you. Yeah. It's your personal business. I think it's dope that she came out. And, mm. and you know what's crazy is none of this shit is anybody's business. That's her life, exactly. her business. But she knows she has fans. And the fact that she came out and said, hey, look, this is who I am. This is who I have been. This is, you know, what I want people to see. I think it's, I think it's fucking amazing. And the other thing that I think is dope is the fact that all these other wrestlers are supporting the shit out of her. Yeah, I think that's really cool because wrestling, like you, you hit on it earlier. You mentioned uh, Hogan being a, a racist. Like wrestling can be very judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chris Canyon coming out of the closet and. You know, if you would listen to him, he got blackballed because of it. And that, that was legitimately how he felt. Yeah, man, um, it's different times now. Things like God. that, you know. Yeah, and it, it's cool that they're able to be open. I I would love to see Gabby Tuft get her, take a run. I mean, Nyla Rose. I don't know a- if that's still. I mean, AEW has Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose is transgender. Yeah. And she's yeah, a badass. And, um, like I think she's got a lot of room and for improvement, but she's dope. Who was the other? What was uh, Sunny? Um, Sunny I know Kiss. he's not transgender, but yeah, yeah, Sunny's Definitely dope a very too. Flim, very flamboyant character, but a very flamboyant person on top of that. So, well, you saw what uh, God rest his soul. What what Brody Lee like? Brody Lee entrusted Anna J to Sunny Kiss, saying like, yeah. "Look out for her. She's going to be a good star. You make sure they don't corrupt her." Right. That's, I mean, you can't, that's huge praise to have somebody like a Brody Lee and trust you with caring for this person. And that I wanted to, I definitely wanted to touch on that because wrestlingnewsource.com is big on that stuff, big on the, um, the transgender rights, the, the gay rights and the equal, not rights, but equality, I guess is the better word for it. Um, and they're such a good partner with us. Like, of course I'm for it. Yeah. It's and the other thing equality. that, uh. The other thing that I want to mention, and I think you and I both forgot to mention, is we are both members of the Full Press Coverage community. Yes, yes. We, we belong to FullPressCoverage.com or FullPressWrestling.com. Get the app, get the website. Not Those crazy. guys have been fucking amazing. That site's going to be like the place to be Sunday during the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Dude, downloads are going to be insane. Because yeah. Full Press Coverage is... uh. It's not just wrestling, although it has a huge wrestling section. And like, the cool part is like we're all. I'm not fans. With, I'm not friends with other podcasts. Like I'm the the podcasts I'm friends with are the full press guys. Yep. You know, eighty proof. Um, you guys, you Rucker and that Rucker and Marty, um, Ringside Talk- Rant. So Talkamania, yeah, those guys. Yeah, that's all. On, yeah, Talkamania. I love Des and Jay. I love picking on Jay though. Jay don't. I don't know how much she likes that, but it's fun. But it's um, so like the, it's good podcast. And if you go on there on usually on Saturdays, you get all of our new episodes played like a radio station. Yep, full press on Saturdays. Full press is nothing but wrestling radio. So you'll get the Irish Whip, you'll get Chaos Theory, Talkamania, Boot to the Face, Ringside Rant, Crossbody of Work with Evan yes. Gomes, like. 
Um, there's a whole bunch of other guys. Um, or that that's the FPC wrestling crew. Like that's yeah. our core. Um, but like JP said, 80 proof is now on, on full press and they're not sports at all. It's just right. kind of a lifestyle Life. show. Yep. Um, then- but they've got uh full press Cowboys, Eagles, any football team you can think of. There's a podcast. They do hockey. They do baseball. They do UFC, anything full press coverage. You want to find it, go to full press coverage.com. Yeah. It's pretty, it's awesome. It's uh, it, we have fun. That's the thing is like after this, I'm going to edit this, put this up so this can be ready to go for them tomorrow. And then I'm going to go and watch, you know where I'm going to be at nine o'clock. I'm going to be oh, sitting yeah. in that chat room with uh, on Twitch for, uh, for J bomb and for Rucker. Oh yeah. Listening to that and see what their topics of the day are going to be. Hell yeah. It's, I, I love the community that we've built. Like I'm trying to bring a couple more people in, um, and do essentially what you guys and talk mania and boot to the face did with me. Like, if you guys don't know, I only have 27 episodes of my show. I've been doing it less than a year. The And I don't spout numbers regularly, but this is the kind of love and support that I've got from these guys. In 27 episodes, I just checked today, I'm at 85,000 downloads That's in 27 incredible. episodes. And it's because of guys like Boot to the Face and Talkamania and Irish Whip kind of embracing what I do and saying, hey, come be a part of this. Hey, come. So you guys who are listening, like, Subscribe to Talkamania, subscribe to Boot to the Face, subscribe to Irish Whip. The other thing is don't forget that all of these guys have a What a Maneuver store. Whatamaneuver.net, Irish Whip Podcast, Chaos Theory, Boot to the Face, 80 Proof. If you really, really enjoy what we're doing, go buy the merch. That that money that we get from the merch only serves to help us improve the podcast. That's it. It goes to, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm always updating my equipment. New mic a couple of a month or two ago, and uh, it's just fun. And uh, yeah, putting everything back into it. So it's um, and that's all it is. Like we have our own website. We have you know irishwhippodcast dot com that we have. There's not a whole lot on there, but that costs money, and there's there's expenses that go into it. And it's it's nice that now it's sort of paying for itself. So yeah, it's crazy. Like when I started this podcast, it was kind of. Um, just as a, a therapy, like my, my therapist was like, why don't you do a podcast? You can just talk. Even if nobody listens, it gets it off your chest. And now, you know, I've grown an audience and I've gr- I've met friends and, and I've, you know, I've made money off of podcasting, which is fucking insane to me. Like it's, you know, we, we, we are very blessed to do what we do, JP. That's it. And it's fun. And yeah. And that's the thing is if the money. If there was no money, like, you know, in the past, there's been no money, I would still do it. It's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Something to do on a Friday night when you can't do, I don't know how Texas is, but where Massachusetts is starting to open back up, but still things aren't the same. Yeah, Texas is the same. It's it's pretty much locked down here. You can go to malls and shit, um, but everything's pretty much... You know, no bars, not a lot of restaurants, so a couple of movie theaters, but for the most part, it's still on a shutdown. That's. I did not hear about Butch Reed passing away. That's yeah, Butch sad. Reed passed away today. That is a legend right there. Mm. I think Elvis is just, yeah. That's. <laughs> Absolutely, Bobby. So let, me, let me tell you about Bobby D. Uh, Bobby D, once a, like once a week or so, I'll get tagged in a, a comment from him on a random like thing. He's going, he's going into other podcasts, like into their chat rooms, listening to them, and then mentioning us, which is awesome. It's so cool. It's like I'll go in there and I'll, and it'll be like they'll be like, oh, there's that JP that Bobby's been talking about. <laughs> That's fucking I amazing. That's it. awesome to have guys like Bobby D. We got Tommy Flynn. You know what? I think we got to do. What's that? I think we got to spin the wheel. Hell yeah, let's do it. So, for those that don't know, that is the Look at how the figure fits on that. That's awesome. Yeah, look at that Chaos Theory logo right in the middle. <laughs> look at that right in the center. Hell Chaos yeah. Theory colors this week. We changed it up. There we go. He even put a little funky beat on there. 
I don't have much choice on the beast, though. So oh, good. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like Liam, 1-1-1-1-3. Yes. Apparently, Liam, 1-1-1-1-2 one, 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 was already taken. <laughs> and Liam, 1, and Liam, 2, and Liam, 3. Yeah. I will message Liam after the show and get his address, and we'll ship that figure out. Uh, for those who don't know, like these figures, we ship them out. Sometimes we ship them out late, right, Bobby D? But sometimes we ship them out right away. It all depends. Uh, money's not always... You know, the factor, it's, um... Shit, the post office is overworked right now. Yeah. Yes. I know Josh has sent a couple out that have just been sitting in his post office, so... Yeah. I got lucky, uh... So, the first time I came on the podcast with Josh, literally the next week that you guys did an episode, I won. won. Right. And AJ Styles fig, um, which... I love you and fuck you both for by the way because now I'm obsessed with fig hunting, you bastards. If I dude, if I tell you like how many figures are above my head right now, um, and it's all elites or exclusives. Well, and the other thing I'm getting back into now is belt collecting. You guys can see my IWGP US. You can see my Eddie Guerrero up top. I mean, between belts and figures, man, all of my podcast money is going to that bullshit. (laughs) How much how much would the IWGP tag title cost? Well, it depends. So the one that I have is a boot. Um finding IWGP like official yeah. titles is hard as fuck. I've seen some IWGP junior heavyweight titles for That's a nice belt too. For about 3 to 4. The history of those belts, the history of the IWGP belts is deep on all pretty much all of them. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean the IWG. So, if I'm gonna get another IWGP belt, it's gonna be the IWGP uh, Intercontinental belt. Okay. I really I like the the plate on plate design that they use. It's really cool. What's your dream belt? Oh, like what's the belt? What's one belt you want to have in your collection that you don't have yet? The NWA Dome Globe. Okay. That 10 pounds of gold that Harley Race used to carry around and just, oh, I'm so, I'm not super, I'm 35, right? So I'm, I miss the era of Harley Race and Nick Bockwinkle and stuff like that. But my grandmother used to have boxes and boxes of wrestling tapes. So she would expose me to old Magnum TA matches and Tully Blanchard and road warriors and the original um the original chic and shit oh. like that so i i got to experience and when i say tapes i mean actual vhs vhs yes. tapes oh. and sometimes even you remember those big ass laser discs oh yeah oh yeah I, yeah she had a laser <laughs> you had to flip them over she had a laser disc of florida championship wrestling with dusty roads and um the road warriors on it that's that's so my dream belt and i don't have any the belt i want and i get made fun of for this because i say it all the time i just think it was awesome because it was so different is the daniel bryant wooden hemp belt hell yeah i think the i think what they did with that i wish that belt had a better run i should have it fit his character perfectly. Yeah, and it was just such a it was a nice looking belt. It looked like a trophy, the way a belt is supposed to look. And it was different. Nothing like that had ever been done before. Nope. Nope. It was the what made that what makes that belt so great for me is not only is it different, but like I said, it for what Daniel Bryan was doing, the eco warrior kind of character that he was doing, it makes sense that you're using hemp and wood and you know these shells and these rocks like because you're not going to want if you're an eco warrior you're not going to want them to mine for gold and mine for diamonds and shit so it all made sense that's why like the the stone cold steve austin belt is one i love the rock brahma bull belt i really really like but this eddie belt that i have is so dope because it's made out of the pattern of the leather 
is made out of one of uh, Eddie's a, a pair of Eddie's tights that he won when he won the undisputed yes. title from Brock Lesnar. Okay, I knew what was from up his tights. I didn't realize which pair. That's awesome. Yeah, that's and then it's that's I I like those belts. I like the um, the commemorative belts that they're doing. Like the Undertaker's looks good, awesome. Macho Man's looks great. Did you see the new Razor Ramon one? It comes no. with a, it's a Razor Ramon uh, IC belt, and it comes with a toothpick holder on the belt. That is awesome. They yeah. gotta do a. They have to do a steamboat intercontinental it's belt too. Eight ninety nine though. Yeah, that's that's the problem with those belts. Is the cause is. I, but am I wrong on the steamboat? Do they not have to do a steamboat intercontinental commemorative? I, th- I think for steamboat. It, just a black old school icy title because Steamboat was such a kind of a low key like his entrance was never super flamboyant. There was never any. Well, you had the one with the uh, where he came down with the uh, the dragon. Yeah, I mean, there's that one, but for me, for Ricky Steamboat, like he, you know, the belt I think of when I think of Ricky Steamboat is the big gold when he won it from Ric Flair. Okay, see. For me, for, like I associate him heavily with the Intercontinental. Like, oh yeah, that was my childhood. I mean, WrestleMania three versus Mach that's, was. Oh. that's the greatest wrestling match of all yes. time, in my opinion. Uh, no, that's not your opinion. Like we can state that as a fact. It's um, that those two did everything perfectly, and it it was flawless and effortless. And if you like, I heard somewhere. Um, I, some interview that Steamboat did later on, he was like, dude, he said, I didn't talk to Mach for two weeks before that match. You didn't talk for two weeks and you had the greatest <laughs> match of all time? Yep. There's another belt that I really want. Um, it's the NWA Texas Heavyweight Championship belt. That's... And and it's just because it has the giant blue state of Texas on it. And uh, real quick, Jay, uh, P. BXPRJ in the, is in the chat room. He won the Fiend um, figure a couple weeks ago, and he just said, thank you. No, thank you, brother. Like, you, like, guys like you winning that meant, that meant something to me because I see your name on that wheel every week, and I'm pretty sure that's how you found us. So I really do appreciate that, man. Yeah, it's always great to, to be able to get um, constant fans. Some, some kind of reward is dope. Yeah, and that, you know, that was something that was the the figure thing was meant to be like a one week thing, or a couple of week thing, and it just kind of took off. Like we can't end it now. Yeah, now it's it's your signature thing. Yeah, so we, that's why we had to stop off. We were doing like um, we were doing like major figures every time, and we had to stop. Oh yeah, the AJ I won from you guys is an elite. It's yeah, yeah, sick. that's a, it was never not if I picked a figure it was never not an elite. Now it's like I'm looking for like this Kevin Owens figure is a, a really nice figure. Yeah. Um, I, I, the Fiend figure was the I think that was the WrestleMania figure that he won, but it wasn't the Elite, it was the the WrestleMania basic, which was a really nice figure. The so my the the one fig I have that I will never give away. It's a two pack. I love and, the million dollar belt. It is that APA? I see JBL. It's Eddie and JBL. Really? Yeah. How did those two get paired up? Because Eddie and JBL, Eddie made JBL. Without JBL or without Eddie, there is no JBL. Back in the back in the early two thousand and four, JBL was floundering after his feud with John Cena. They were going to take him. Oh, shit. Bishop TW takes us here. What's up, brother? Um, after that 2004, they did an angle where JBL, quote, quote, gave Eddie's mom a heart attack mm. in Texas. They had to police and FBI escort JBL out of the state of Texas. That's how much heat he got. That's, that is awesome. And I'll tell you what, Elvis. Uh, Elvis asked if we'll give away WrestleMania tickets this time next year. Uh-huh. Um, if I can be a full-time podcaster at that point, then yes. Hey, shit. 
if right. if we can get to the level where we can afford WrestleMania tickets to give away, right. let's do it. Fuck it. I mean, I'll, I'm 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 trying to go. I know that. I I've you know I've pitched an idea to a few of you guys, and I Next know you've already Texas. said you're down. Yes. Next year is Dallas. I'm I'm always down. That's. I can absolutely guarantee that if we did something, that I would have some people in and out of wherever we stayed just to do interviews or whatnot. Hell yeah. Hell yes. That's, you know, that's what's great about the independent wrestling scene, man, is like it's fucking um, – it's such a small community that when you know somebody who knows somebody, it's easy to say, hey, look, my, my, my buddy does his podcast. His podcast gets yada, yada, yada amount of downloads per week. Go on there, give him great exposure. It'll give you great exposure too. Right. And unfortunately, with some of the major wrestling stars, you just either like with WWE guys, they can't come on independent smaller podcasts. Or if you're fucking Jordan Grace's retarded ass, <laughs> you charge a hundred dollars for thirty minute interview. Yeah, we've had a few people that have asked for money, and it's here's the thing: is I'm not against it because now I'm making money. But when I wasn't making money, I wasn't going to give you money. Well, even I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind paying for an interview, but if I'm giving you a a, a bill, it's gonna be an hour. Yeah, I'm a hundred dollars yes. for thirty minutes. You ain't that cool. Yeah, it's um. And sorry about the hard R. That yeah. Yeah, that's no like the, the the one person who was cool about that with us and um was uh Ethan uh Ethan Page. Because we had hit him up in the middle of the pandemic, and he was just like, listen, wait till the end of this, please, dude, because everything I do right now I have to monetize because wrestling's my full-time job, and I just got basically laid off. So Yeah, you got to make money. So I, I, then like he didn't ask for money, and we didn't bring it up, but he was just like, I can't do it right now because I'm not going to not ask for money to do it, and I understand what you guys are doing. Yeah. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's certain stars that, I would pay like Thunder Rosa has kind of a, a Thunder Rosa kind of has a, a policy where she charges for interviews, but with her, because I, I admire her so much and because of the hustle and the ass busting that she's been doing throughout this pandemic, I have no problems. Like right. I'm an independent business. We're both small business yep. owners at this point. Yeah. I have no, no problems supporting you. If you make it worth it with a Jordan grace, you're not going to get me any more exposure than I already have. Like right. impact wrestling. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Um, mm. Where Thunder Rosa is AEW. She, I mean, if you look at any dirt sheet at all this year, Thunder Rosa's name is all over it. Yes. Yeah. You, you know who they're not talking about It's Jordan fucking grace. <laughs> this is true. It was a down year for her for absolutely. I think Jordan's incredible. But it was definitely a down year for her as far as like hitting the um keeping the name out there. I think her dude, Gresham, is fucking yes. on fire. You know what I think affected her? Because her she's attitude was so, towards fans? Well that, but also because she was so big on like the putting the DMs out there in the books and stuff. Yeah. So I think the whole um speaking out movement that happened probably affected her because like hopefully the creeps kind of crawled back in their cave you know what i mean yeah and i think look regardless of like i'm a little pissed off that she's charging a hundred hundred dollars for 30 minutes right here's the thing is i don't wish her bad i don't wish her to do negative like i want her to succeed i'm a fan of what she does in the ring i think she's dope i think the whole thing about you, you as a as a independent business, because that's what wrestlers are, is they're independent businesses, you have to realize there's only so much market space, right? Right. And Jordan Grace, you don't take up enough of a market share for $100 for 30 minutes. You just don't. And that's, I mean, that's being, that's economics 101. You have to get in where your market share is at. And right now, her market share I would pay a hundred dollars for an hour with her, but not half of that. Right. So you have to realize, like, I and think I honestly, want... if she took, if she stepped back and took a look at 
kind of her attitude that some people have said she has and her business model, I think she could be fucking fantastic. But I also want X amount of tweets for that too. Oh yeah. I want mentions for that. You know what I mean? Like this has to be a, if, if a money's coming out of pocket, it has to be a back and forth. Oh yeah. You there know, has to be a, like, something for me to get. If I'm spending money, if I'm buying a new microphone, that's an investment. Mm-hmm. If I'm paying money to a, a wrestler to come on this a podcast, that's an investment. I want to make sure your fans know what's on there. And Absolutely. yes, I will do the legwork and I will tweet about it and I will get that out there, but I would like it coming from you as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll do more than the legwork. I'll have somebody like a JD Hoop. What's up, JD Hoop? The fucking man. That's, yes. I'll have him design like a graphic and put it all over fucking Twitter and Instagram that's- and Facebook. But I need you to be retweeting and and liking and right. putting out, hey, on this date, I'm going to be on this show, you know, do this, do that. Like, it just, you know what? There's a podcast, like we talked about him earlier, Boots to the Face did an yes. interview with Mickey, Mickey fucking James. James. That woman, I listened to that interview and I was like. Active roster. Active roster. Like I think they interviewed her the day before she went back on Raw. Active roster, and she was so personal. The interview seemed like she was having fun. They were having fun. Like it was, it was a fucking fantastic interview, yeah. right? It, it, that's what I want. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna invest in you, if I'm gonna give you the money because hey, I'm a fan and I believe in what you're doing. Don't don't give me a disappointing outcome. Right. That's the biggest thing. Is like I do this not only to promote, but I do it for people who listen to my show. So I need you to, if I'm going to invest, I need you to invest equally. We're partners in this, at least this one show. Yes. Yep. And that's it. That's, but I think we're running low on time. Why don't you, Mike, they know where they can find me on Twitter at three Irish boys at JPTIW. Why don't you tell them where they can find you and chaos theory podcast and, you can find me on Twitter at chaos underscore theory pod. You can find me on Instagram, chaos underscore theory underscore podcast. Apparently the name chaos theory is super popular. Um, you can find me on whatamaneuver.net slash chaos theory podcast. You can find me on patreon.com slash chaos theory podcast. The, so I have a couple of different tiers with that. I have uh, a three, five and a $10 tier. Um, there's different rewards. I don't remember what I've set up off the top of my head, but essentially you'll get early content. You'll get merch. You'll get, you know, letters, you'll get personal shout outs on the episode, stuff like that. Um, and you can find, as I said earlier, both of us powered by fullpresscoverage.com. Yes. Thank you guys. Everybody have a great week. Um, Uh, let's hope the Bucks lose. Go Chiefs. That's it. See you guys later.